0: this is the truth booth and i am your host gordon tamayo welcome to the spot where we go head to head with some of the most difficult conversations we're talking about the type that sometimes can't even be discussed at the dinner table we're not welcome in the institutional setting or maybe can't even be discussed with the best friend everything from spirituality sexuality religion politics music culture family and so much more Get ready for some uncut and raw conversation that helps us get to the truth of the matter because we believe that the truth will set you free. Let's get it. Today I got a guest on board with me here, none other than my good friend and my sister, Shayshana Neelon. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Very
0: good. Good, good deal. <laughs> and we want to get into a, a particular conversation that it's like a never-ending cycle, I would think, with this particular topic, and we can go a couple different directions with it, but I want to specifically talk about how it relates to the body of Christ, and that is unity and division within the church today. Mm. And this obviously seems something that's um, not the first time it's occurred, right? There's Mm. nothing new under the sun when it comes to people um, going to war with each other about various things, but it seems like at least we look at it this way because we're living in this generation right now that it looks like there's never been a time such as this, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're living in it, Mm -hmm. but we got to admit that, yeah, there is a lot of turmoil within the body itself and there's a lot of cons to that, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that prohibit us from being able to accomplish when there's so much disunity. But I want to kickstart it with, with talking about the fact that it's the month of June Mm -hmm. and in the month of June, You know, we see an interesting mile marker here about various cultural segments in the world today are seemingly uniting. But at the same front, we see so much divisiveness that's on the rise as well. And elections haven't even happened yet in Mm -hmm. in 2023, uh, leading into 2024. They're not even in full swing yet. So what do you take of all this? What do you take of all the divisiveness that's occurring currently?
1: Well, like you said, the first thing that comes to my mind is... (laughs) way back in Genesis, Cain and Abel. Mm, Uh, It's, you know, there's been that spirit of disunity that really prompted, if you will, an action that really brought a next level of division when, Mm -hmm. you know, Cain decided to take the life of his brother. This is not new. And the human nature does have a tendency to continue to follow in patterns that have been Mm. and so you know when i think about it it still comes down to um identity i really do believe it comes down to identity because cain he had the same opportunities as able to know god Mm -hmm. and and not choosing to receive from the Lord and have that intimate relationship that really is what caused all of those insecurities within him mm. to want to give a better offer or offering or give why didn't you accept what I gave why was mine not okay mm. things like that that start way back in the you know in the beginning yeah. of just being insecure
0: mm. so not really knowing who who the person is yeah yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting you say that because one of the things that I was recently reflecting on was a verse in John, John twelve twenty four, and and it goes through 26 on. So I'll read it here to you. It says, starting in verse 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. So mm-hmm. what I what I get out of that and what comes to mind, you see this dying that takes shape, right, mm-hmm. and a reproduction after its own kind, which I mm-hmm. think corn is one of the few things that actually does that, mm-hmm. where it has the, the, the properties to die and then reproduce after itself. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at that, I'm like, well, Jesus also wants to replicate himself in us. Yeah. And so if we don't die to our former selves and become replicated, if you would, Mm -hmm. in the image of Christ, then we inevitably fall back into that sinful nature that wants to kill, that wants to steal, that wants to destroy because it's crafted after a perverse copy that Satan has constructed. Would Mm -hmm. you agree?
1: I absolutely agree, especially the perversion because that that incidence that I was talking about in Scripture— It allowed, it's spoken of all the way, you know, that the blood of Abel still cries out. Mm -hmm. So that had an effect of generations. Mm. And therefore, the things that we do, and those seeds being sown, they are going to multiply and replicate, whether it be a bad seed or a good seed. Right. So, you know, when we're following after the, the... Divine cultivator, which is God. Yeah, and we're being transformed into the image of his son Then it isn't our perverted nature mm. that gets replicated. Mm. It's his Divine nature mm-hmm. that gets replicated. Yeah, so
0: so awareness then seems to be like a, a Big thing that we need to think about. I think it's easy to look at scripture you read it and you kind of disassociate yourself from Mm-hmm. From the characters that are in there from the truth that's being told because you're like, oh, this is like thousands of years ago mm-hmm. These are these people right you think they didn't have the spirit I have the spirit now oh, yeah. and it's like well But you're still prone to the same fallacies that them and their human nature were as well exactly. and in in James 4, you know, he talks about the division and the world and the war amongst one another mm-hmm. and he's specifically talking about Believers, I believe, in that, in that chapter, in that verse. James 4, 4, it says, What is the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? You desire and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Mm -hmm. So whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's without reason that the scripture says the spirit he made to dwell in us envies intensely? So when I read that, I'm like, wow. So there is a a million denominations out there. Uh, We have brothers and sisters all over the planet calling each other out over social. We have a schism within the body. And it seems like collaboration is a dirty word. Mm -hmm. And... Is this the new norm now?
1: There's a lot of people who claim to be believers and Mm -hmm. Christians, but one of the things that Jesus himself said, you know, go into all all of these nations, Mm -hmm. teaching them to obey what I have commanded. Right. And so, again, we come back to that seed, Mm -hmm. the seed that's planted in us at that time of giving our lives to him is the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. and he's holy. Mm-hmm. So we're set apart. Yeah. we're not supposed to look like the world. Mm-hmm. And and unless we're in that relationship and learning what what is the the plant, if you will, mm-hmm. look like, you know, that we're to be growing into.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it makes me think of without knowing what's in the word, how are you gonna know Who you are and how you going to know what's commanded of you or in what format you're supposed to be fashioned after, right?
1: Exactly.
0: In Jeremiah 6.16, it says, This is what the Lord says. Stand by the roadways and look. Ask about the ancient past. Which is the way to what is good? Then take it and find rest for yourselves. But they protested, Mm -hmm. we won't. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes back to like, it's been a continual combat of humanity to take the road that the Lord says to find, the narrow path mm-hmm. to do what is right. Because by nature, again, we wage war against the Spirit of God. Our flesh wages war against God's Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't want to do what is right. We don't want to do what is good. Ain't nobody good but God, mm-hmm. right? And so I see that reflective in this battle that we're experiencing even within uh, the church itself. Because just because somebody is born again does not mean that they cannot have a propensity Mm -hmm. to seek after their own desires, Mm -hmm. right?
1: And it's only the Word itself that leads us back to what's that straight path, what's Mm. that narrow path, because it warns us not to, you know, lean into our own understanding. Yeah. And we are limited in our own understanding, and so we will always go back to, as a human... Nature what's what's easy again. I'm gonna go back to Cain. He's Mm -hmm. like, well, what am I my brother's keeper? What's what's easy for me? Mm -hmm. What's best for me? And the word really challenges us to as it says do the opposite Really Mm -hmm. the things of the world are opposite and contrary to the way Jesus came Mm -hmm. and showed us how to live our lives. Yeah, and so we're constantly in that battle of our flesh no matter what mm-hmm. but being in the word it's a living word and the spirit in us empowers us to then follow that mm-hmm. word yeah but without it
0: we're lost yeah that's true you know and one of the other things that I think is worth calling out that if if we see such things taking place within the body of Christ itself I look at that as a like kind of a, a, a red flag mm-hmm. there's a, a banner that's being put in our faces to say hey get your act together mm-hmm. because there's there's more that's coming and if you're not in proper alignment with me then you get the repercussions that weren't meant for you
1: mm-hmm.
0: or the ones that you don't desire i should say yeah first peter four seventeen says for the time has come for judgment to begin with god's house and if it begins with us what would the outcome be for those who disobey the gospel of god mm-hmm. so Again, could much of this be pointing to an indication that God is correcting His children, right? And He's kind of allowing some of this to play out to show the wickedness Mm -hmm. when we are not in alignment with Him, right? Yes. And, uh, I mean, is is this maybe kind of a take of what Jesus was saying when He's saying take the plank out of your own eye before pointing out the speck in somebody else? Mm -hmm. Because we see so much backlash against people that proclaim Christ, and I have to say that a lot of that is due to the fact of misrepresentation.
1: Yes.
0: People misrepresenting who God is, mm-hmm. but then they want to rally saying that this is my God. Mm-hmm. But God says they blaspheme me all day because of how you are. Yeah. Right? They blaspheme the name of God because of the way that you live. Mm-hmm. And I got to say that um, the church got, has to get its act together. And part of that is in knowing how to at peace amongst one another how to work with one another Mm
1: -hmm. yes and the word itself gives us instruction within the body Mm -hmm. of how we are to deal with these things and what i've what i've observed over time because the world's ways have been so prominent and the word has been set As a secondary or set aside or maybe not knowing it well, then when we come back to the word, there's offense within the Mm -hmm. body instead. Mm -hmm. And that itself is a stepping stone for the enemy. Mm -hmm. But one of the scriptures that comes to my mind is, we're warned, be careful about this backbiting or you might devour each other. Exactly. And then who is that... Um, replication then of the unity thing that Christ intended Mm. and it's all for a purpose beyond us it's Mm -hmm. not just about us now right it's about generation after generation and we're sowing in seeds into a next generation Mm -hmm. that understands now how, how do you work in unity and it can replicate then and next and next so there's an agenda from the enemy always to to divide heart, mind, whatever it may be, and personally. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not knowing who we are. Yeah, That's his division in our own lives. And we're going to continue to operate out of just what's been divided unless we have truth that brings it back together. Jesus is that truth.
0: Amen. He's yeah. our healer. Amen. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shoshana, mm-hmm. for joining me here today. I hope that what you're listening to, you took it to heart, it's soaking in, and it's causing you to pro- be propelled to turn to the Word of God and seeking the areas that maybe have been divisive within your own life. And maybe it's not even a person that you're thinking about necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's kind of what Sheshana was mentioning of a divisiveness within yourself and within your mind. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many ways that the enemy can come in and create chaos and confusion, and there's enough going on already within the world itself, we need to ensure that those that are followers of Jesus are coming and step together one step closer to becoming united, because guess what, there's still a battle that's taking place, we still got a long road ahead of us, okay. the war's not over yet, yes. we'll catch you next time.